Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Back at a Chuck Reese show. Hanging out in the Kia studios on this Tuesday night. 404-726-0929. That is our Solomon Brothers Diamond Text Line. Well, NL and AL divisional, or sorry, a championship series going on right now. Philadelphia has got a one-game lead over the Arizona Diamondbacks, and believe it or not, the Texas Rangers have a 2-0 lead over the Houston Astros. But we also got some bigger fish to fry with this Braves debacle that we had just a few days ago. Let's head out to the WadeFord.com hotline. Let's talk to our buddy Bob Nightingale, national MLB columnist for USA Today. You can follow him on his personal Twitter page, at B Nightingale. Bob, as always, buddy, appreciate a few minutes here in Atlanta with us this evening. Sure, my pleasure. Well, let's, uh, let's, let's before we get into current uh, day, let's uh, go back a little bit into what the, uh, the Braves did. Um, look, I, Bob, I said that this is 2003 all over again. Instead of Pryor and Wood uh, this time around, it was Wheeler and Nola. And the bats went silent. They didn't make enough plays. They couldn't get anything going offensively. So with that, what are your thoughts about what the Braves have to do different? I mean, it's, it's easy to just say, you know, hit the ball better. But, again, in a more 35,000-foot view, was there anything about the Braves that was just kind of, you know, something that was just problematic going into the playoffs in this matchup? Well, you think that pitching injuries just see at the wrong time, you know, unfortunately for them. I mean, you know, when you have, uh, you know, Max Free go down, you know, uh, miss the last two weeks of the regular season. Charlie Moore's not around for the first round. It's just, you know, a bad timing with injuries. Uh, so, you're going in with, you know, just one regular guy in Strider, it, it hurt him. So, I, I put it just on the pitching injuries. I mean, the best – uh, all-around team in baseball. I still believe they're the best team in baseball, even though they're sitting home right now. It's just, you know, uh, sometimes, you know, in the postseason, you never see a team just, you know, blow up people with their offense. You've got to have pitching go with it. And unfortunately for them, they didn't have those, you know, shut-down pitchers. Yeah, and, and I, Bob, I think one of the things that I thought was really problematic wasn't just, you know, the, the lack of timely hitting, but the amount of strikeouts. And this was a team that actually did a pretty good job. There were guys, you know, even Austin Riley and um, and um, uh, Michael Harris, those were guys that actually had better year-over-year strikeout numbers given the number of at-bats and things. 
but they just struck out way too many times. And when you have a lot of outs without contact, I mean, you can't get anything going. Yeah, excuse me. It's a uh, no. That's always a problem. But you know, you look at the Philadelphia Phillies. The same thing. The team strikes out all the time. And uh, you know, here they are. Uh, so you know, sometimes it's the way they're built. You know, you hate to uh, you know, you hate to see that. But that's what brought them there too. With all, that's why Philadelphia's here with all the power. You know, they they strike out a ton of times. Bob Nightingale joining us here on the WadeFord.com hotline. So there are very few kind of frontline starters, and the Braves are going to have to look at that because, again, we don't know if Morton is going to be back and, you know, some of these other guys like Ian Anderson, you know, what the future of Bryce Elder is. Do you think that the Braves get in the market for another frontline starter, whoever that is, whether it's Snell or Nola or, God forbid, Otani or whatever, but do you think that they – dip themselves into the marketplace and look for another frontline starter. Yeah, I, I do. I mean, I think a, uh, you know, you look at, you look at Aaron Nola. I'm not sure they always spend that kind of money. Uh, but yeah, Nola is right there. You get to take him away from Philadelphia. I uh, look at Jordan Montgomery. You know, what Montgomery's done, uh, you know, you get him a lot cheaper price than Nola. He'd be a perfect fit. I mean, even a gay like Wayne Miley, you know, would be a nice replacement for Charlie Morn. Uh, but yeah, I think they'll go get another starter for sure, a veteran starter, uh, you know, to help them get through this. You, uh, but I think I think Montgomery's going to make himself a lot of them right away. He's pitching this postseason. Do you get the sense that they're going to wait till the bitter end to give Max Fried an extension or not give him an extension? Like, what do you think the future is for a guy like Max Fried, who they typically don't want to put out that two hundred fifty million dollar price tag on starting pitchers? You think Max Fried is here in a couple of years? We'll see. I'm sure they'll, uh, you know, try again this offseason, see if they can sign him, you know, at, at rates they're comfortable with. It depends on Freed. You know, does he want to go out for the uh, last, you know, big dollar, get the free agent market where, you know, you get paid a lot more than signing an extension. So, you know, it works both ways, too, where, you know, they want to keep him by their price. And we've already seen, you know, what Atlanta has done is that they, you know, they're holding ground. Uh, you know, they wanted Freddie Freeman to come back. You know, they wanted Dante Swanson to come back with their terms. And, you know, neither thought they had the right terms. So track record-wise, you know, you think, okay, maybe it's tough to bring Freed back. Uh, he's, you know, he's going to want top dollar, I think, as he should. Let's, uh, let's look at a couple of these series, Bob. Um, you know, at, at, again, the, the Braves made the fatal mistake of trying to pitch to Bryce Harper, and obviously Arizona did the same thing last night, and he makes him pay. You know, at some point, I mean, whether that's, you know, mentally, literally, whatever, you got to take the bat out of his hands at some point, don't you? I, again, you know, no matter what the consequences are about other guys in the lineup, you can't continue to have, you know, maybe the planet's best player continue to beat you night in, night out. No, he got hot. I'm sure that comes to pitches or get him out. And, uh, you know, it backfired, you know. Yeah, that can happen. Remember Barry Bonds when he first came out in the postseason? You know, he struggled and then just got hot, and then it was impossible to get him out. And I think it's a, you know the same type of thing like with Harper. Sometimes just pick your poison. You know what Philly's got going for him is they got other guys that line up. Obviously, they can they can beat you. It's not a one man show by any means. Is Zach Wheeler maybe one of the more underrated starters in Major League Baseball? 
No, yeah, absolutely. I'm with you on that one, John. He's he's been terrific. Uh, that's been a nice contract that's worked out for them. I'm sure the Mets are kicking themselves like, man, we should have kept this guy. Uh, but yeah, you don't know Zach Wheeler, but he's been he's been a stud all season and really stepping up now. Uh, do you vote on the Cy Young, Bob? No, I do uh, MVP. Okay, uh, but not but not uh, Cy Young. You can't, you can only do uh, either one, Cy Young or MVP. Okay, yeah, but, I didn't, I know, didn't, I didn't know which had, one you did. Uh, yeah, yeah. So if I, you know, if I had Cy Young, I think it's, you know, Blake Snell in a heartbeat. Then he's another guy. I mean, Snell, Snell would be a, a great fit in, in Atlanta. I think I'm not sure how he'd do in some big markets. Uh, I think Atlanta, he'd be, uh, he'd be just fine. Well, and I ask you this because. You know, if you look at some of the top duos in Major League Baseball as far as starters go, like, I, I really do think that Max Fried and Spencer Strider are two of the better top-line starters in Major League Baseball. Maybe you can add another pitcher to it, but, again, it, it does feel like that the Braves have a couple of guys who are top-rotation guys and you're just kind of trying to fill in everywhere else, you know, in, in some of those. I mean, it, you're not going to have five number one starters in a rotation. And I think the Braves are in pretty good shape when you look across the landscape of Major League Baseball. No, they are. I mean, nice to have that top, you know, third guy. I mean, obviously, you know, Strider had a good year, great year, but not like he did a year ago. Uh, same with Freed. Uh, you know, back in the glory days, you know, Maddox, Smalls, Flavin. You know, it's almost like he needed that third guy, that case Smoltz. Uh, you know, they win that World Series when Smoltz is healthy. It seems like the guys that the guys that do well in the postseason are, are the hard-throwing guys. The finesse guys, you know, just don't have that, you know, greater record. You look at Kershaw, you know, Maddox and Glavin did not have the same, you know, production in the postseason as Smoltz. So I think the velocity plays more in postseason time. Bob, when you look at this uh, Rangers and Astros series, I mean, you and I talked early in the year about this Texas Rangers team, and and you thought that they were a team that, you know, would get better and and could potentially make a run, you know, in the playoffs. What is it that they've done so well? Like what, I mean, again, it's kind of a, I don't want to say Cinderella story, but, you know, again, this was a team that wasn't, you know, expected to be as good as what they are, and now they're knocking on the doorstep of being in the World Series. Yeah, I think it's just a matter, you know, John, of the pitching stepping up. I mean, you look at uh, what Montgomery has done, you know, pitch a lights out, what Nady Dalde has done. You know, Atlanta didn't have that. You know, these guys uh, have those guys stepping up. Now you got Scherzer's going to pitch, you know, game three uh, tomorrow night. But I think that's a big thing. The bullpen has really recovered. I mean, as bad as they were during the regular season, you know, a di- they're a different animal now. You know, what do you think is going to ultimately happen to the playoff format? Do you think there's going to be any changes? Because, again, we had all of the top teams as far as regular season wins that were knocked out early in the playoffs. Is this something that baseball needs to revisit? Or are you like me? Again, you have to get hot. You have to play well. You're not going to be handed anything. And I don't think schedule really has anything to do with it. No, neither. I mean, I think it's just a uh, thing happens. And we've seen so many 100-win teams, you know, that did not win the World Series. You know, I talked to you know, a bunch of GMs and say they're kind of tra- you know, tired of people complaining about their buys. Say, hey, if I get a wild card spot, 
I'll give up my buy, you know, any second. I mean, I mean to, uh, I mean, I'll take a buy any season. You know, everybody wants that buy to rest things up. It just, it just happens. I mean, Dodgers pitching was a mess at the end of the season. Uh, Atlanta's like we talked about missing, you know, two or three guys. It didn't, you know, didn't hurt Houston with the buy. Uh, but yeah, I think it's just a situation where that can happen. I don't think they need to even address it. You know, get a chance to see if this works out for a few years. Do you think that the first round should go to a seven-game series? I don't. Not unless you want to play until uh, mid-November. I really don't. It's just too much. Uh, you know, now you're ending on uh, November 2nd, November 3rd. But, you know, tell you what, these first rounds, so take away Atlanta, Philly. You know, I think that thing could have gotten seven games. But I don't think the Dodgers are ever going to beat Arizona, uh, you know, that sort of thing. I, I just think. It won't, you know, it, it wouldn't matter. So I think best of seven series. And going that long, all of a sudden now, you got some tired pitchers at the end of that thing. So, no, I, I like the way it is. You know, if you want to go back to a, a one-game wild card thing, that's fine. But I don't think that's fair either. I, I like the fact that the best of three, just in case something goes dreadfully wrong that first game, you know, you got a chance to recover, even though we saw four two-game sweeps. Yeah, and, you know, that's been the big argument. Just, you know, if you're not going to change up the format, should you extend? And and I'm with you, Bob. I mean, I, I think at the end of the day, it just comes down to you've got to play you've got to play playoff baseball. And and I think some of these teams just were not ready for, you know, what, what some of these other teams were. I mean, again, Philadelphia has been clutch in the playoffs over the last couple of years. And, you know, again, some of these teams that were on the outside looking in, just, again, you have to pitch well. You have to get timely hitting. And, you know, do you think that maybe some of these, and, again, I know it's the wave of baseball, but, you know, most of these big all-time home run teams just end up not getting it done. I mean, the Twins and Yankees and, and Braves, you know, that's three examples right there of the, the most home runs ever. Yeah, I mean, you got to put the, uh, you know, ball in play. Like you said, you know, you got to cut down the – Strikeouts. A lot of times, you know, when you have to build a great regular season team, you want to make sure, you know, at least mid-season time, you want to make sure it's a team in October too. And I think, you know, that's what the Phillies have done. But you know, you take with the Phillies bad first half, they were a hundred win team. You know, second half, so it wasn't like you know that uh, wish it would have been the same as Atlanta. You just got you know hot at the right time. But you know, they they had the pitching. And uh, like I said, I mean, the Dodgers they were a complete mess. Uh, there's no way they should have won 100 games this year. But they're platooning and doing matchups, things like that. Those type of teams, you know, have trouble. You know, Baltimore, you know, didn't get any help with the trade deadline with their starting pitchers. That let them down. So I, I think it's a thing where if you really want to, uh, you know, be a force, you know, come up playoff time, maybe you got to go out and get that big-time starter at the trade deadline if, if he's out there. USA Today MLB columnist Bob Nightingale joined me here on the waitfor.com hotline. You can follow him on his personal Twitter page, at B Nightingale. Bob, as always, buddy, appreciate a few minutes in Atlanta, and we will certainly chat again soon as we head toward the World Series. Okay, look forward to it, John. Thank you so much. You got it. When uh, we come back, it will be time for the Falcons' flyover. We will hear from the head coach from yesterday's press conference, and the pro football focus grades for Falcons versus Commanders. It's all next. Chuck Reed in the Key Studios, Sports Radio 92 and the Game, and the Odyssey.com app. 
Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is kind. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.